Welcome to Drunk on God, episode five. He asked for a phone. We gave him a car. Hi, my name is Edmund, and I'm here with my wife Amy. Welcome back, everybody. And today we're going to share an experience with you that changed our lives.、Um, but first, we wanted to share with you something that God has put on our hearts、um, for a little bit now, and He's given us all these resources, all these people. To make it happen really quickly, so now that I've teased it, <laughs> Amy, do you want to start start us off? Yeah. So when we first met God, well, Ed, you rededicated your life to God, and I met God for the first time ever in my life. We had this question about how can we truly experience the gospel. In our lives, without being a pastor, without being a minister,、um, without having any religious titles, because you know we 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 have regular jobs. I'm a mom, and you are your attorney. We want it to be practical in our lives, but we want to experience God and be able to take action. In the things that Jesus has taught us, especially in this commandment called. Love God and love people. So I asked, "How do we do that? How do we do that besides reading the Bible, going to church on Sundays, and doing a life group on Wednesdays, right?、Um, because I'm I really don't like regimented things, and I love applying what I learn from books in real life. For instance, when I was at Stanford, all four years I worked." I, there's nothing that I did not go and seek out in the real world when I was studying, because I wanted to experience what it feels like if I were to actually dedicate my life doing that career. So it's the same thing. If we're going to dedicate our lives to Jesus, what does it mean to live with Jesus and live like Jesus? So that that was the beginning of what is happening in our lives now and how God had revealed to us because we asked that question. Um, how he had led us to live a life with Jesus and like Jesus. Yeah, we kept asking God in our prayers. We're like, "Hey, Father, what do you want us to do with our lives?" Like <laughs>、yeah. we've we lived a life of sin for over thirty years, thirty five years. We've been lost in the dark. Yeah, all all we cared about was ourselves. Right? How do we find happiness? How do we? Get the most out of life for ourselves. How do we have that good life? You know that quote unquote good life that everyone is looking for, but you never find. Yeah. And so, when I came back to God, I asked that question because I had enough of just caring about myself. I said, "This is this is it." It's not、I've, working out. <laughs> it's not working out. I've, I've cared for myself too long, and I'm not happy. Like nothing fulfills me. All of this stuff that we've acquired, all of these success accomplishments or whatever, they don't mean anything to me. And so we went on this journey of praying and asking, and God delivered really quickly.、Mm-hmm. He's he's like, hey, this is what I want you to do. And at first, we were really uncomfortable with it. We're like, really, really? Yes, we were. So. 
you know, when I asked God, he was revealing to me a few people who uh, really lived with Jesus in their hearts. They saw where Jesus was working and they ran towards Jesus. And, you know, this could be mission missionary fields, people who go on missions with and, and see where the Lord's working. Absolutely. But this could really be just around the corner in your street, in your hometown. And, um, and, and to, just let you guys know right now off the bat, the people that God has been putting on our hearts is the homeless. And I know that sounds like such a duh, of course, of course, the homeless would be people that we should help. But you know, I, after I immigrated from China to the States, I lived in the Bay Area in Northern California for a long time. That's where I I then grew up and went to school in um, at Stanford, and then I worked in the Silicon Valley. And we all know that the homeless population there, and even now in LA, it's skyrocketing, right? Like it's it's crazy. But I had always, I always wanted to help them, but I just did not know how. There's no power inside of me. So when God put on our hearts to help the homeless this time around. We were asking, okay, what do you mean? How do we do that? How do we find joy in doing that? How do we go out and not have fear um, that they're that they're unclean or it's below us or they are they are mentally uh, mentally disabled and afflicted and addicted to drugs? So what good is what good can we do if we give them money? They're just going to spend it to hurt themselves. We have all these questions, right? But God blew those all out of the waters for for us in, in in like just a couple of days it feels like and he revealed it to us in the most fun way possible yeah it was so fun and um if it, it, it all started with us reading the book love does by bob goff it's a it's a new york times bestseller bob goff is a man that I don't know. Leaks How do you say Jesus. it? Leaks. Yeah, leaks <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he Jesus is love. About it in his book. He yeah. just he just loves. That's all he does. That's why he read uh, he he wrote the book Love, love does. does. Yes. And in the book, I think it's in the book or one of the talks that I heard from him, he said that sometimes he would just buy a bunch of In-N-Out burgers and go out and pass it out to the homeless or anybody on the street. Or or anyone on the street. And he doesn't do it with, uh, you know, a gospel of John or, you know, some. He, he doesn't say, have you heard the good news or Jesus loves you? <laughs> yeah, no, he, he just hands them really nice In-N-Out burgers, delicious burgers. And he's like, if someone gives you In-N-Out burgers, you know, God loves you. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Someone gave me In-N-Out burgers. I'm like, yes, God is good. Yeah. And, you know, Bob Goff came into our lives uh, or the book was recommended by our godson's mom, our, our dear friend, Katie. And it's, it's incredible because even before we I met God and Ed rededicated his life to God, God had already chosen us to be uh, godparents before we were ready. And, you know, long and behold, a couple of years later, he, she, she, she was so excited that we came to God and, and recommended us to read Bob Goff's book. And it is through Bob's 
words in that book that truly paint illustrated a picture, illustrated a life that we can live, even if we're not a pastor, we're not a reverend or priest um, by title or by job, and we can still leak Jesus out into the world, leak his love out into the world. And we have the power by the Holy Spirit to sit with the broken, the sick, and 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 the unloved and the forgotten because God's power is in us. And it's no longer Amy thinking about how am I going to do this? It's God moving my feet, moving my hand, and and moving my heart to go out there and serve. So after we set that intention to go out and serve the homeless, God just started arranging everything for us uh, because we had asked one of one of our friends, if she knew anyone who can guide us, because we don't want just want don't want to just go out there and put ourselves in sensitive and uh, sensitive environments and mess it up, right? For our safety, for their safety, and so we needed guidance. And so one of our friends, she introduced us to uh, two pastors who help the homeless. That's all they do. That's all they do. And so now we had two people that we were learning from right away, these amazing pastors who are doing God's work on the streets. And um, what happens next? Well, first of all, we don't know any pastors in our in our lives from just hearing about pastors who do these things. So we were really blessed. Um, and one of the pastors uh, just called us a few days before the day that we were planning on going out anyway and said, Hey, um, I'm making a run to the homeless, um, this day. Are you guys free? Do you guys want to help out? And we, we literally looked at each other. We're like, that's the day that we had wanted to hand out in an outburger anyway. So yes, it all worked out. <laughs> it all worked out. And when things like that happen, you, we just know. It is God. It is all God's doing. God's hand, God's hand was in all of it. He has put that into all of our hearts and we all came together to do what he had put on our hearts um, in parallel timelines in our lives. It's quite incredible. Yeah. And it was Saturday morning. It was about 10 of us and we, we packed some food uh, some clothing, blankets, hot coffee, yes. and we went out. Cookies, tents, all of, all cookies, of those. Cookies, tents. Yes. Sleeping oh, bags. fresh cookies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we had fresh cookies and we went out. It wasn't to a food bank. It wasn't to a nonprofit. It was really just to the streets. To the streets, under the bridge, um, on the sidewalks, near a park, um, places that are not even on Skid Row of Los Angeles is just right in our backyard, really close to where, where we live, which is, you know, 20 minutes away from downtown. So the homeless is, is everywhere. If we have eyes and hearts to search for them. Yeah. And, and this was a big deal for us, uh, for, for myself and Amy, because we're not, we're not the type of people that who, who help the homeless and to go out like that, it, it took a lot of um, 
a lot of God's courage. <laughs> I don't even know us. what it is because <laughs> the if, Holy Spirit, that's what it is. <laughs> if you asked me that, if, if you told me that I'll be doing this a year, a year ago, or even six months ago, I would not believe you because we're doing this in the middle of COVID even, you know, we are, I don't think we're putting ourselves at risk because we're practicing social distancing, having masks, gloves and everything like that. We're sanitizing everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we're putting ourselves at risk for what? Like it, it's, it's not for our benefit. It's, it's just us listening to God because that, that's what God put in our, our hearts. And that's what God would do. Uh, and there are stories of Jesus just going up to leapers, right? Lepers. Um, they, they, you know, they, they're very contagious and nobody wants to be near them, but Jesus just walked right up to them and he healed, healed all of them, all of them. He never was afraid. He never looked away from them. He never said no. You're unclean because he's here to help all the people who are sick, unloved, and broken. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but I I feel like God has given me a heart transplant. Yes, I I am not this type of person. Go and, out there. And a couple episodes ago, we were talking about how you don't know love. Right, I don't <laughs> so know love. Here we are. <laughs> no, and it's it's changed our lives, and and we're not telling you this to to boost our ego or to tell you guys how great we are. It's, it's not about that. It's stepping out there in faith and obeying what God has put in your heart. So whatever it is that God has put in your heart, just do it. Even if it's something that your parents, your friends, your family would think you're crazy for doing it. Like it, that's exactly what God would probably want you to do. Like I hope, I hope, I hope our parents don't um, don't uh, listen to this exact episode because they don't know we're going out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, just doing these things that just sounds crazy. Uh, if if God put it in your heart, just do it. It doesn't sound crazy to me anymore. By no, the way, it doesn't sound crazy to me. But, but um, for other only people, the it first is. time. And let's tell everybody about Robert because that is what really changed our lives um, when we went out um, yeah, yeah. To, to help the homeless. Yeah. So this episode is called, he asked for a phone. We gave him a car. So we met this gentleman, his name is Robert and uh, he wanted to worship with us. He he asked all of us, Hey, who has a phone? I want to listen to this song, this worship song. And he was not that happy, by the way. I know you sounded really light and, and joyful when you, when you, re, you, when you just retold that, but he was actually really beaten down. He mm, was yeah. really sad. His um, lady girlfriend had just actually went home to reunite with her family, which is a wonderful thing, but he had just had his birthday um, he was the only person on on the streets in that camp when we reached him. And to be honest, he was already drunk and under the influence by the time we got to him. But he his heart was crying and his heart was broken. And when he saw us, all he wanted to do was sing, sing worship. Worship God. And worship yeah. God. So what ended up happening is, you know, he spoke... He, his native language, I believe, is Spanish. 
So he asked for a song in Spanish. And, you know, Ed and I don't know any Spanish. We don't have any Spanish worship songs. Um, so one of the one of the people that were with us um, who's who um, who spoke Spanish asked him what the song is and he needed a phone and it, it's COVID and phones are very personal items. Um, but Ed, you did not, he- I did not know you were going to do that, but you did not hesitate to whip out your phone and let this man that you do not know who's homeless, who's on the street, who's under the influence, who's crying, <laughs> who, who, uh, <laughs> Who might have COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who might have COVID and maybe other things. We don't know, right? We don't know him. He's on the street. And the only person who knew him was the pastor who led us there. Um, this pastor built relationships with these people on the street. And he had told us that it's not about the numbers. A lot of times when Christians go out and share the gospel, they're like, oh, I shared it with 10 people. Oh, I shared it with 20 people. I saved 50 people for God, one more for Jesus. Um, but it wasn't about the numbers. It's about the relationship. And this is a man that our uh, the pastor that we went out with had known for several years on the street already. And uh, so, Ed, you whipped out your phone. You handed it to him. And you let him, instead of us, ourselves, trying to translate what he was trying to say into the into the YouTube app you just let him do it and I feel like that truly made him feel like a person again in that situation so yeah yeah for some reason I I don't know what happened because because I wouldn't even let it my my son touched my phone sometimes. <laughs> we might break it but He's for a some very reason clean baby yeah for some reason I he asked for a phone and I could have pretended that I didn't have one. Um, but for some reason, God was like, give him the phone. And and w- I gave him the phone. He looked up the song. He started playing it. But I have an old iPhone or an older li- iPhone. Speaker was so And so the speaker crappy. was terrible. <laughs> like he was, he was listening to it. And none of us could hear it. Even though it was on speakerphone, none of us could hear the song. And I thought, I thought in my head, I was like, man, this is the worst worship ever. And God would not like this. Like God loves quality. God loves a good time. And if we're worshiping him, God wants us all to have a good time. So I thought, okay, well, I think this is why I said, I said, okay, hold on. I'm going to make this a block party for Jesus. And so I ran to my car. I drove it over I plugged my phone in and I blasted the speakers. Yeah, you roll down your car windows. <laughs> roll down the car windows. And yeah, just blasted the music. And it was just so beautiful to to have all eight, eight to ten of us, ten of us just surrounding him and just listen to him sing his heart out to God. Tears were falling down his eyes and he was just praising and singing, singing about God's goodness to him, quoting Revelation and all these amazing things. And uh, after one song, he asked for another. And another. And another. And another. And another. So we were there for 20 minutes. 
at least 20 <laughs> to 30 minutes. Just us, all of us, and one man who felt forgotten, unloved, and left alone. And, uh, but we brought church to him. God brought church to him. And because for, for all the people who didn't remember his birthday, God did. And uh, that's what he wanted for his birthday, to sing a song to God. Sing a couple of songs to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's great. Um, it reminds me of um, that, that verse in the Bible. I think it's Matthew 5. Um, if, if someone asks you to go one mile, go two with them. And, and to give to whoever asks. Like that's, that's the radical giving that Jesus uh, instructed us to do. Extravagant generosity. Yeah. That's a nice way of saying it, yeah. Extravagant generosity is what that scripture is saying. And I loved that when you show up and when you you obey God and when you show up and you continue to do that, God will literally fulfill his words in your life, physically and practically. And it happened for us on on the streets with Robert. So we're really grateful for Robert. We're really grateful for that experience. And Ed, I'm 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 just blown away by all of the things. I know how much you love your phone, um, and how how much of a clean freak you are <laughs> in terms of like being OCD about cleanliness, about um, being safe, especially during the pandemic, wiping everything down. I know you are extremely careful with that, but to see yourselves just completely open up and put away your fears um, to just show love to this person at the moment, I literally just felt God's presence everywhere on that street. It was just there. I, I you cannot escape it. I feel like angels were singing in this guy's um, from, from what was happening, uh, with Robert there. Well, we, we take a lot of things for granted because we can listen to any song at any time, but for someone like Robert, he doesn't have a phone. He doesn't have speakers. He doesn't have YouTube. He doesn't have church to go to. Or yeah, he has no church. Yeah. And so to bring these things that we get for free to someone who can't even, can't even get it. Even though he wants to, even though he wants to. Yeah. And, and so at at that moment, none of, none of this, these things really matter to me about someone else getting my phone. And if, if he broke that phone that day, I wouldn't have cared because, and just watching him soak in God for 20 minutes it was worth it. Like he, he just loves it and he doesn't get that a lot. He, you know, we, we can do that anytime, but, but he can't. Yeah. And you know, he, he does truly have a heart for God. He has two signs, um, right next to his camp. Um, and it says, God wants to use your humanity. And the other one says, Jesus is the key to heaven. And I think the second time we saw Robert, uh, he gave one of the signs to um, the pastor that um, led us there. 
And we're just really grateful for him. We'll post a photo of uh, one of the signs in our Instagram handle so you guys can see that God's love is on the streets with these people. God's love is with you. And when you step out and when you show up, when you ask God to show you where else he is outside of your home, he's going to show you. And that is a true family of God. It doesn't have walls. It, it, it spills and leaks Jesus. <laughs> and it's all love. It's just pure love. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We're going to have a lot more stories about uh, just going out there and giving love to, to the homeless. So if you want to join us on this journey, please subscribe to our podcast. And and before we end this episode, would you like to say a prayer? Oh, Ed? yes. <laughs> well, how about this? How about you say a prayer? Sounds great. I love your prayers. Father, we thank you for the roof over our head, for all of the things that you have provided for us, for those of us who take comfort for granted. We repent of that. We want to be transformed by your grace, to change our hearts, to see where else you're working in the world, and to step out even just right outside of our homes into our community and see exactly who you are asking us to partner with you to help love more. So Father, we pray for those who are less fortunate. We pray for those who have you in their hearts, but do not have a community to worship you with. We pray for those who do not have a roof over their heads. We pray for those who are forgotten, who are heartbroken, who are still finding a way back to wholeness. So we know that you're with them, Lord. May you continue to motivate more of us and fill more of us up with your Holy Spirit. May we all walk in fire and go out there and blaze a fire and keep more people warm, feed more people who are hungry, heal the sick, pray for them, and bring them back home into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. If you have any prayer requests, we would love to pray for you. Amy and I, we, we pray every night for others. So if you have any prayer requests, uh, please contact us on Instagram, Drunk on God. And uh, for the next episode, the next, next episode is called The Jesus Guitar. It's going to be a fun one. So make <laughs> sure to join us and we'll talk to you then.